I'm Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today with me, Snoops and Sleuths, I have Kathy Penn here to talk about her books, writing, and all things cozy. Kathy, would you like to introduce yourself to my Snoops and Sleuths? Sure, Leanna. And um, I go by Kathy Manos Penn, and that really is out of respect for my father, who um, started to write a book when he was in his late 40s. And um, I still have the handwritten pages, but um, my father passed away suddenly when he was 51 and he never got to finish it. And um, so I think about him now and wonder what he would think if he could see his daughter writing cozy mysteries. Oh, that's, that's so great. Well, thank you. He was an avid reader as am I. And I I know that's where I got it from. So is any of your writing inspired by your actual life? Um, Yes, they say write what you know. And um, I like to think of my main character, Lita Petkus Parker, as the younger, thinner, more accomplished version of me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I am uh, part Greek, and so she's Greek. And uh, I like to cook Greek food, so she does too. the, the, the part that's really not true is that I am still happily married and I am not a widow. My husband has not forgiven me for the fact that Lita is a widow, <laughs> a young <laughs> widow. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And yeah, in some ways, I think all writers do kind of write what they know. Because I know with me, I made my main character a fan of old movies uh she's native american and but unlike me she actually lives on a ranch and knows how to take care of a lot of animals oh (laughs) me i got a dog that's it Uh (laughs) so Do you have any advice for those who want to write or write cozies specifically? Oh, well, um, let me tell you that I never had any idea about writing a novel or a cozy mystery until after I had tried my hand at a couple of other things. So I'm not sure how how much advice I can give, but... um, I started writing newspaper columns as a side job when I was still working in corporate America. And I knew I could write presentations and PowerPoint, you know, and speeches and things like that. But um, I was just inspired to um, send off something to our little, our small weekly papers editor, um, because I wanted to support the paper and the community. And before I knew it, he asked me to start writing columns and I loved it. And so then I started writing blogs. And so, you know, I gained confidence in my writing, um, published a book of my columns when I retired, published a book of blogs written by my dog. I do have a dog and a cat um, after that. But I never thought about writing what I consider real writing (laughs) until um, I was talking to somebody about helping me self-publish my second dog book. And she said, you know, Kathy, this doesn't have a plot. I was like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah. (laughs) And and I don't think it's going to go anywhere. She said, but based on everything I've heard about you, I think you should write cozy mysteries, to which I responded. And what do you think I know about writing a plot? But she coached me. 
and she gave me things to read. And um, I'm not only an avid reader, but I like to learn. And so I guess my advice is if you have passion about something, and I had passion about writing, well, give it a whirl. You know, if you have capacity, if you have time, and I was fortunate to be retired and, um, and to discover I had this real passion for writing fiction. So I say, go for it. That's great advice to just follow that passion if it's in you to write. That, that's what I did, because if I ever followed anyone else's advice, I probably wouldn't be writing right now. <laughs> well, fortunately, I didn't have anybody to try to talk me out of it. Um, you know, so in fact, I had quite a few friends who said, haven't we told you this before? And somehow it never penetrated when they told me. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the, the compliments of friends or the push of friends can be a little hard to penetrate sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you know, you think they're just being nice, right? <laughs> right. Absolutely. So do you have any favorite characters or would you get in trouble with your other characters? Oh, I don't think I'd get in trouble. Um, I'd say my favorite character is the octogenarian in the book. Her name is Belle. And um, she is, you know, a little old lady in the Cotswolds. She's the mother of my character's best friend in the Cotswolds. And she's just a spunky little old lady. And um, she actually is modeled after a 91-year-old friend I have who, you know, does, she just does what strikes her fancy. Oh, sure, she belongs to a knitting group and she likes to read and she's a member of the garden club. But if I say, hey, do you want to go somewhere? She'll go. Um, <laughs> and so, and I think what I've discovered is Belle is the favorite character of most of my readers. Well, now I should back up a minute and say, with the, with the exception of the cat and dog, because <laughs> they all love the cat and the dog. Oh, of course. What cozy mystery fan doesn't love a cat, a dog, or any fuzzy Animal. companion? Exactly. <laughs> the the four-legged companions, you know, win the day. And um, Leanna, I, um, you may or may not know that Dickens and Christy, that's the dog and the cat, actually speak to their owner. Um, and she's the only one who can understand them. So um, I have a lot of readers who tell me, that they initially thought, oh, I don't know about this, but um, that they enjoyed it and that um, the, the, the dog and the cat are, are kind of normal animals, except for the fact that their owner can understand them. <laughs> oh, I love that. That is so great. <laughs> Let me tell you, writing their dialogue is the best part. Oh, I'm sure. Actually, it's kind of that way with me and my main character's furry companion, a, what I call a glow beast named Philosopher. <laughs> That's right, because you write paranormal, right? Paranormal fantasy, it's, uh -huh. I don't feel I belong in the paranormal with, because to me that's like witches, ghosts, that kind of stuff, yeah. but my characters are elves, and, <laughs> but yeah, I fit in that. <laughs> so there's no shapeshifters in your... <laughs> uh, the first one and you are gonna make me 
give a major spoiler, the killer is a shapeshifter. Well, you didn't have to tell. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. It's fun following this character, the killer character throughout the whole book. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but philosopher, he has his own way of communicating with the main character. His fur mm -hmm. changes color depending oh. on the moods he's picking up. Okay. Okay. Kind of like a mood ring. Yes. Like Which the first first time when my main character meets what's good who's going to be her love interest phil turns lavender which is his color for attraction oh okay. and the main character sees him and goes like oh i hope his fur changes color before that guy sees him <laughs> <laughs> like really <laughs> oh me but it's just kind of fun writing in the scenes where it's like, oh, his fur just turned black. This is danger. Or his fur turned this color. This is this. Or... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Interesting. But enough about my own book. Okay. <laughs> Let's get back to your interview. <laughs> uh, so do you have any authors that have influenced your writing? Um. I have favorite authors and um, I don't, I don't know if they've influenced my writing. I, I will say this. I love Louise Penny. I like Deborah Crombie. I like British mysteries. I'm a real Anglophile as is my character because she retired. She left Atlanta and retired to the Cotswolds. I'd say that makes her an Anglophile. Um, but I, I like more lighthearted kinds of mysteries. I went through my period, maybe a lot of people do, of uh, serial killers, mysteries, and things like that, but I like them to be a little more lighthearted. So um, in some ways, that's inspired me. <laughs> that's great, though. I can say I don't think I've gone through my serial killer mystery phase yet, but, <laughs> but I did enjoy um one of my favorite authors is Lillian Jackson Braun and she wrote a really good serial killer in The Cat Who Went Underground. <laughs> okay I read a lot of her books but not all of them and I have to tell you Leanna I went back and read the first one here recently and the funny part is to realize there were no cell phones and how life has changed. <laughs> I know <laughs> I know uh, reading over that, it's like, wait, why doesn't anybody have any cell phones? Why is Quoran using a typewriter? Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, when was this written? <laughs> One of my favorite discoveries with that book, though, is there is a typo in, I think, the second book where Quill and his photographer friend are pulling into his friend's garage. It's supposed to be a one car garage, but the typo says it's a one ear garage. Oh my. <laughs> so even the best writers have typos. Oh yes. So that should be a big comfort to all of us writers out there. Right. Those who had publishers, editors, and proofreaders that were all part of a crew that supported them still have errors. Well, my, my. So like I said, that should be a huge comfort to those of us who get a comment that it's like, wait, I found this typo. <laughs> right, 
right? I appreciate them when they find them, but that's why I hired a proofreader this last time because um, the, even the editor can't catch it all. Oh, definitely not. So outside of writing, do you have any hobbies? Um, yes, some of them have gone by the wayside here recently, but oh, just a minute, I'm so sorry. That's probably my friend who's saying she's late. Um, we, my husband and I used to ride bikes a lot. Um, and in fact, we've taken quite a few um, vacations where we rode bikes like in your, we like to travel, especially since I've retired. Um, and we've taken some bike and barge trips and we sailed the Greek islands and biked. Um, and we don't bike quite as much as we used to. Um, uh, because he has some health problems, but um, I like to work out. Actually, I shouldn't say I like to work out. I do it because it's good for me. So um, two or three times a week, I work out or I walk and um, and then I read all the time when I'm not writing. I'm reading. I cannot go to bed, Leanna, without a book. <laughs> and um, and I stay up way too late reading the book. Um, I can't help myself. <laughs> Doesn't every reader stay up late at least more than once. <laughs> oh yeah. I was more disciplined about not staying up late when I was working in corporate America because I just couldn't function. But um, I've, I've gotten slack about staying up late. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So how can my snoops and sleuths follow you? How can you follow me? Yeah. Uh, do you have websites? Do you have? Oh, oh yes. I have, uh, I have a website. It's kathymanospen.com. And I'm on Facebook, Kathy Manos Pen author. I have an author page. And I'm also on Instagram the same way. I tried Twitter, Leanna, but I just couldn't keep up. <laughs> Believe me, it's hard. I have a, a Twitter writer's persona out there and I barely use it mm -hmm. yeah I, mean, I, my... I, I do Instagram about five days a week I post a picture on Instagram and because there's cat and dog in my books it's easy to post pictures of them and pictures of the books and you know as long as it's got a pet in it everybody loves it <laughs> oh yeah I I should I should be better at that with Instagram too because I find that hard to do, but with my dog, I should start posting mm -hmm. more. <laughs> and I'll be sure to include the link to your website in the show's notes. Thank you. I appreciate that. So is there anything else you want to tell us about your books or? Well, um just sort of a general overview. Um, the, um, the first book starts off as um, Lita is explaining basically how she came to be a widow. And um, it was published, it's called Bell's Tales and Murder. It was published February of 2020. And I pinch myself every day when I realize that I just published book five last week, September 14th. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> So I, you know, I spend a lot of time writing and I love it. I don't know what I would be doing if I wasn't writing. 
So um, I've got five books out. It's what, September now. So there's a book that's Pumpkins, Paws, and Murder. They all end with murder. I've sort of locked myself into murder. Um, so there's a Halloween, you know, time frame book. And then there's another one for Christmas, Whiskers, Wreaths, and Murder. And then two more after that that aren't necessarily seasonal. Um, the sixth book is with my editor. So for those who like a series, I've got one. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. And congratulations on your uh, belated birth, uh, book birthday. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. It's been fun to, to um, watch it, you know, go out into the world, as you well know. Oh, definitely. I earlier this month launched book two of my series uh, called Stock Show Stalker. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that one was a lot of fun to write and to see released out into the world. Um, I kind of based it around, I'm in Denver and we have a big uh, Western uh, stock show, the National Western Stock Show. Uh huh. Well, I kind of created a version of that for Sabia's world. So there's like centaurs and things like that who are all ranchers and the things called the National, or the Regional Ranchers Expo. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, that should be interesting. It's a little bit of what you know, just with a different twist. Yeah. And of course, there's a murder. <laughs> of course. But that was, that was a lot of fun. And I look forward to seeing how it does in the world. <laughs> Good. Good. Well, I wish you well with it. Thanks. Oh, I've had so much fun with talking with you. I can't believe we're already on the last question. <laughs> well, thank you. This has been delightful. So what is one complaint your characters would have about you as an author? Oh my. One complaint they have about me as an author. Maybe that I talk too much about them always watching their weight. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, foregoing sugar because they're going to a swimming pool, which is really silly, but um, it's, that's all. I'm sure there's more, you know, <laughs> I'll think of it tomorrow, but uh, maybe there's just those things they wouldn't like to have in their personalities, but they're there. Oh, that's a great, that's great. And I love asking this question because I've gotten so many different answers ranging from why can't you just leave me alone oh. <laughs> to wait, you haven't written enough about me. Oh, <laughs> hadn't thought about that. I think I'm an equal opportunity author though. They, yeah. you know, and after six books, you know, the side characters have each kind of gotten their turn. Um, so We'll see. Maybe they'll be angry with me if I decide to do a spinoff and, you know, whoever gets chosen will be um, the star and the others will be miffed. Oh, I hope not because they, I always feel like the side characters deserve their day in the spotlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get their day in the spotlight. They just can't all be the main going, you know. Oh, isn't that the truth? Though yeah. I have one that refuses to be in the spotlight. In fact, she was supposed to be in the spotlight with this series. And she's like, no, look over here. I have my best friend over here. She oh, should okay. be it. Okay. <laughs> All 
righty. Well, thank you so much, Leanna. Thank you. And I'm so glad. Well, Snoops and Sleuths, you've heard another great interview here on the Cozy Sleuth. I'd like to thank my patrons, Regina, Cozy Cub, Dower Bear, and Patty Paul for their contributions in keeping the show commercial free and growing. I'd also like to thank my coffee clutch for their contributions as well. If you'd like to be like my patrons, Regina, or my fellow podcaster, the Cozy Cub and Dower Bear, join me on my Patreon page at patreon.com slash the Cozy Sleuth. Also, if you want to hear some great cozy mysteries read by wonderful actors, check out the Mystery Rats Maze, wherever you can find your local podcasts. Until next time, this is Leanna Shields saying, keep cozy.